Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Get Vote podcast with myself, Andrew, and myself, Edward. Edward. Ed, how are you? Good, good, man. A couple of uh, couple of changes off the bat there. Okay, compliment you on your background, your setup. Very, very nice. The street view, the view of the streets of Berlin. Streets of Berlin. You've got a very solid, nice... Um, solid gold um, reindeer. We only work in solid gold. You get, the, you get the solid gold one after you've hunted and killed 100 actual deer, isn't that it? Uh, that's it. But only and their babies. Berlin. You can only uh, only beat deer ber- in Berlin. It's, uh, Within the confines of your voting district in Berlin. <laughs> That's a serious achievement to them. <laughs> you know what there's a lot, and I know they're all over the place, is foxes. I've seen two foxes in the last two days, but Berlin is kind of empty through the Christmas. So foxes have been wandering the streets freely, un, un, unsupervised, un, unashamed, unashamedly. <laughs> oh no, oh no, that, oh, that, that happened. That, that was real. It's Christmas. It's Christmas after all, the season of giving. Oh, no. <laughs> but um so yeah uh how have you been anyway happy christmas man last time last time we spoke it wasn't christmas and now it is no, or it was it's been and gone it's been and gone yeah santi has been and santi has gone did you have great. a great did you and, have uh, a joy a joyous time i did i could see also just to stick with the changes you got a haircut andy it's did very very nice did 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 i got one there yesterday Looking sharp, want to look good for 24. Gives a job. Gives a job. It's, a, it's something I all, always um, struggled with a little bit. It was going for a haircut in Berlin, actually. It was a, Because small talk in a, like in a barber's here is, is a struggle for me, to be honest. With you. It's something I don't enjoy. Uh, but going there, it's uh, you know, very difficult, actually. I find mm. it very uncomfortable. Uh, I've got my locals now. I think John, John from my, I think it was my 40th, my 39th birthday, bought me a voucher for a, for a haircut because I tend to not particularly care too much about it and I shaved my head for so many years that I never had to worry about it. But now I have my locals. Yeah, it was interesting actually. It was it was small talk. The, he he talked, I listened. Lots yeah. Of yeah. You'd, he had gone to his 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 German girlfriend's house over the Christmas. And he had found uh, his 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 mother-in-law, I guess. I mean, not married, but they uh, she had a box of records, and he's a record collector, so he was just telling me all about the records that he had got and over 500 euros worth of records and things like that. He seemed uh, to be a very very into record collecting, but I guess that's a major thing in Berlin, probably in Ireland as well. Is, is people scanning the place for records? You have records. You collect records as well, don't you? I do not, do but um, I do not collect them. I uh, I, I get them. Organically, but I don't cl- I don't seek them out. Do you put them on? Uh, they 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 just they find their way to my house through various different routes. Did you still but got it a like you had a ver- Say again. Have you got a working record player still? I don't. It, it broke. Uh, so now it's it's doubly pointless that I have records in the house when I don't have a record player. Oh, but the sound. Oh, the sound is <laughs> oh, unbelievable. You can't you can't beat it. You it's can't. so grainy. So raw. It's, it's just yeah. You know? it's, it's got a, a level of depth that uh that i don't know the words to describe how, how it sounds great um <laughs> really 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 good yeah um but I'm it sounds well. like you don't even remember I, yeah. I i have a record player as well i don't know if you remember all those years ago i, I was involved in that yeah that was uh looking back that was it that was a shot in the dark i have to say you know but uh 
uh, an honourable one. I going I to a flea market to buy a record player and out testing it was was it was a bold move. It was a bold move, and and uh, if anything, the the seller respects you for it now because I refused to throw it out. Pawnee told me to throw it out, but. It's and the rats, the rats in the cellar, they also between off their heads on the on the poison that's laid down for them, not by me. I adore the rats. Um, <laughs> by others. <laughs> uh, we can get into my rat my my rat stories in another another episode. But this one's you're, you're also very kind to mice. Your your first instinct is to be kind to mice while when they invade your space as well. I was not kind to mice at the end of this summer, Ed. I got it up to, I'd say, a count of 12 to 15. Because I, oh. I don't know what happened in our apartment, but uh, yeah, somehow they, they found a way in. in. And once they, once they find a way, because I, I have a bit of experience with this this winter. They, I got like seven in here in the house. Mm. And I found where they were getting in, though. Very exciting for our listeners. <laughs> but actually, I think very useful. Very useful. Very good. Once they get in, once how one gets how in. Did you, how did you find it? Uh... They they were finding their way into our hot press, which I thought was strange because it's upstairs. So I said, okay, they're probably you know following a hot pipe, a warm pipe up, and our boiler is outside. It's in another shed, and sure enough, when I went out there, there was a hole next to the pipework between the pipework and or between the boiler and the let's say the wall where the pipework goes down under the ground into our house. There's a hole there. Fill that up. No mice since they're a mouse to be found. Detective Ed, but it sounds like back to your back to your barber. Uh, we'll come back to the oh, we'll go back to the rodents later. Uh, we should have put that in the tags for for what we cover the subjects we cover in this podcast. Rent to kill. Rent. <laughs> Thank you for our sponsors. Rent to kill. Are they still going? I remember the vans used to be knocking around. Are they still? It's an Irish company, right? It's not a brand. It's it's an Irish van. Rent to kill. I don't know. Anyways, it, it like to be honest with you, I never got the name. I mean, I I rent rent a kill, like uh, your oak kill. Rent oak kill. Rent oak kill. Okay, I let them away with the O part. You know, you're trying to like make it make it make it jazzy. It's Irish. Uh, but Johnny, you're, what are you, you're renting. You're renting a killer. I think you're renting a killer. That's what it is, right? <laughs> rent, oh yeah, rent a killer. <laughs> never really thought it through. <laughs> yeah, like it's a it's a weird one. And it's a weird way to market yourself as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. open to interpretation. It's only when you see the picture of the rodent, you get okay. It's 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 not it's not humans. Doesn't work on radio, for example. The advertising radio doesn't uh, doesn't it, it, they got, they got spike in callers. <laughs> it's just like a radical, I don't know. Uh, hello, I I'd like to avail of your services, but I don't think I should say it on the radio. Do you have a private number? Do you call the radio when call. you hear an advertisement? <laughs> well, I don't know, actually, yeah. I, I don't know what scenario I had going on my head there. Uh, but uh, what was Tip going FM on been in a day with calls from me. Just like, no, yeah, no, no, no. Was, uh, what happened 50% was... 50% off in Butcher's there. Um, I was just wondering if... Uh, you know, like a lamb would be lovely. In my mind, the He's rental guy was in the, sh- in the studio with the DJ plugging <laughs> Rent-A-Kill. And then a guy calls in and says, hey, I'm interested in availing of your service. Everyone is doing misinterpreting it. We're doing it as a, like a hitman service. <laughs> and that, is that, that was the scenario in my head. But I should have explained it. I didn't lay the groundwork on that one. My bad. I'm sorry. Everyone's a DJ. We, we, we've got microphones and headsets now. Look at us. You know? Rent kill. <laughs> you want to kill? We'll kill it. Please, please call. I need money. <laughs> um... But it, but it sounds it sounds like you you uh, 
connected with your barber on an organic subject there, like music, you know, like that. You were you were both kind of into it. I you know? did and I didn't. I wasn't. It was it was half nine, which is very early for a haircut. Um, and yeah, it was, first, it, it was it was cut of the day maybe. It was fine, but he was singing a lot in my ear as well. It was a lot of kind of uh, what was what was playing. Roxanne was on, and he he sang the full Roxanne thing in my ear while he while he cut my hair. And then, a lot of high notes. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> sing along to Sting. Wow, <laughs> I had to stick with it. And then and then and then what I came on Red Hot Chili Peppers. So it was very much it was very much a kind of a, an eighties or nineties throwback because then it was, it was REM Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then Green Day came on. Green Day came on twice, so I was like, okay, this oh, is nice. connecting to my, 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 my teenage, teenage years. And uh, then I asked the question, like, uh, I what, what song came on from Green Day? It wasn't American Idiot, but it was from that album, uh, Misery. Misery is that a song? Misery? I'm not sure. I feel like it's called Misery. And uh, whatever, he came on and started singing that. So Jen, as as you do, you start to kind of connect. And was like, because uh, uh, genuinely asking, are Green Day still going? Are they still performing? And it can be a question to you as well. Are they still performing? You know. I think so, yes. But anyway, I asked him this question, and of course he misheard it, and he was like, oh, I'm not sure who it is. I'll go off and check. And off he wandered. I was like, oh, no. I, wa- I just wanted to ask about the, you know, I wanted to get into the nostalgia of Green Day, but off he went to look for the the name of the artist, and it was Green Day, and he came back, so it's Green Day, so then I had to have the, oh, it's Green Day. Yeah, it's Green Day. But I was off my flow then. Then I was, This is not the conversation I wanted. I, I was ready to start at, are they still going? Reminisce on concerts I've been to. But I ended yes. up just going. He doesn't know who this band is. Ah, oh, yes. God! He not, now he thinks he's introducing you to Green Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, oh. and, and you didn't want to kind of it, uh, you didn't want to kill his flow, so you were working being honest. Complete fucking disaster with a haircut. That's but we got back onto the records. Hey, he talked about yeah, he talked about records a lot. We got talking about records and dads. He's dead, he's Their dead. shape. <laughs> their shape of the dads. You're really you're really <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel of your knowledge of records. I, I believe they come in sleeves. <laughs> roundy, uh, roundy. They're ra- they're definitely round. Definitely round and have a have a hole in the middle of them. I wonder is there usually black. <laughs> usually, not always. Though, I guess. But, Do they have to? I but record usually no, they're not always black. No, I I got a transparent one. Um, it was free with the Sunday World. Uh, a newspaper no. and that my parents bought when I was a kid, and um, it was uh, it was brass. When will I be famous? Very cool. <laughs> nice. And nice. Uh, that got a lot of that got a lot of airtime at the at the Brophy household Brophy. back in the nineties. So you were record playing in the Brophy household. Nonstop, baby. <laughs> Just when it was that brass record, and it was uh, Gloria Estefan. Which my sister got for Christmas. Glorious. And I think that was it. Just just jump between the two. Yeah. What more what more do you need in life? What, what more is needed exactly? That's your record player and your Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan. Very nice. nice. Um but uh I like the hairdresser thing, I suppose, sorry to be harping on about it, but see I struggle because I'm in Ireland and everybody wants to talk about sport. Because that's what most guys connect about. And I know nothing about sport, as you know. Uh, so it's a struggle for me. I'm like you now with the records. I'd be like, yeah, there's, I think, 15 guys play on a hurling team. I'd be like that kind of level like yeah, yeah. knowledge. No. Sleeves? Then lads start throwing names oh. at me. And they find out where I'm 
from and they're like, Oh, you must know this fella. I'm like, No, sorry, I don't know. Don't know them. Is it normally yeah. male hairdressers you end up having? Yes, exclusively actually. Because mm. you're no, not it's a barber shop. So well actually no. that's that's wrong. Actually I'm lying. I sorry there's a there's a lady who works there as well, she's very good. And uh they're all very good actually, I have to say. So but it's just the conversation's a bit I, I don't I don't like it. They're good, they're good at their job, they make an effort, but it's just me. I'm the problem. Mm. It's not you, it's me. Yeah. I think I've had many years of, of all that. Nothing talk from working in pubs and shops and in rare them. So it, uh, I, I've yeah, I've rarely seen you s- like stuck socially, like like you know, looking awkward, looking awkward in a social situation. To be honest, well I done. Ta- I take thank you. I, I take that as a compliment. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to oh yeah. So you're listening to this podcast. I guess it means that you are into folk music, which is we're getting onto that. Um, but you're also into parenting and also killing rodents or any other kind of unwanted. Um, things in your household uh so yeah we've had a, a week since we last uh we last spoke and how's your how's your falcon week been very good very good i'll nice do that uh, again i'll throw a few in but <laughs> I'm not, I'm here. not getting them all the time now listeners you you have to you're gonna work you gotta work for those the uh, next one's going to be in episode 13 so you gotta stick around for that next folk pun um i suppose my my in terms of folk, uh, you, you can kind of hear my voice. Uh, it's gotten a little bit husky. So we were hunting the wren. Uh, this uh, happened on St. Stephen's Day, or if you're from the UK or Canada, I think it's called Boxing Day. And um, we basically go out and play music in pubs and collect money. We travel from pub to pub over the course of, uh, you know, maybe 12 hours in a day and uh, just play music for people and collect money. Usually, uh, Andy and Pauline would be uh, with us, but this year is the first year in about 14. I'd say apart from Corona, when nobody could go, yeah, it started about 14, 15 years ago. With, uh, with uh, I guess it's how we almost started playing music together, I think. was, was it, that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was the, the, yeah. the, the time when we started playing music about 15 years ago, when you and your sister were going to go hunting the wren. And then I decided to come along and kick your sister out for 10 years. But she's back. She's back. She's back. To right be now. fair, the fact that you disguised yourself as my sister and I fell for it. <laughs> all those years. I tell you what. Weird. It, it, when we got back to your house and your parents started uh, uh, just, you know, embracing me as one of theirs. And it, it got very, very strange at that point. But uh, yeah. yeah. And so then we all found out, but then we didn't want to admit it. We all just <laughs> pretended this is the new, this is the new normal now. Yeah, with two yeah. carols. <laughs> but but um, I was gonna say yeah, it was very nice. It was uh so we we I'm gonna name the pubs. I know because uh they were really great sponsors. Um, they were really great to us. And uh, the first pub we went into, I, think it was, I don't know what time it was. It was early in the afternoon. Uh, it was Patsy's Patsy's Bar in Burris of Cain, uh, in North of Rary, uh One of my favorite pubs. And um, Patsy himself was there as well. Yeah, I saw the Ernie picture. Patsy was 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 out in 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 full, in full garb. He was, and uh, the pub was uh, was was a lively crowd in there. You know, there was racing on, and it was just a really nice atmosphere. And uh, we played a few songs there. Uh, we had a. It was it was kind of like the first year we went out because we had like ten songs. You know, we had ten songs n- down that we were like, okay, we're happy playing with these. And um, so that's what we had. That's what we were armed with going in, you know. 
and um but yeah i played those and patsy played a song or two as well and he went around with the bucket as well and everybody gave like really generously as well do you know um, can you remember what patsy played oh god you know what i didn't know the song but uh everyone else in the pub seemed to know it but i can't remember what, what it was um but we we had kind of a mix of a few different things um like we played Steve Steve sang um, uh, Joe Hill and The Seven Drunken Nights and Mark played uh, I think it was the Shane McGowan song um, uh, oh, what's it oh, uh, Rain and Night in Soho and uh, the other one he had was uh, Galtie Mountain Boy and then I just had a few other ones then as well Sorry, I'm just having to clear my throat every so often there. Um, but the uh, and then Carl sang "Summertime," so it's kind of a nice little change up there. You know that song. Summertime yeah. when the living is easy. Nice. That one. It's very nice. And uh, went from there then up to the went to the, to the nursing home, Bushy Park in Burskane, played a few songs there as well. And then we went on to the pub in Kearney. There was a really oh. nice session going on there. I think oh. I texted you at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks yeah, to your thanks to your help there on that one. I actually remember the the flute player's name. But uh, I felt Pauline's, uh, Pauline's, Pauline's yeah, response yeah, was enough. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, so yeah. it was very nice. Great trial session, great trial session going on there, and we. Uh, it was a lovely thing because, like, let's say the trial group was playing their set. They'd finish a set and then they'd just invite because there was a good crowd there as well, and they'd invite people uh, to sing a song or whatever. So we kind of fit into that mold nicely, and. Uh, just made the announcement about collecting for charity and again the people themselves kind of passed the bucket around amongst themselves so it was very very nice and uh, again everyone very generous and um that was lovely that was a really really nice um really really nice session there and moved on from we just to be honest we, we played our few songs and we just sat and listened to the music after that because there was so much uh so much talent there like it was very very nice and then um other singers as well we went to huh other singers as well or was it just jump between tunes yeah. and you yeah, other singers as well, like let's say from the from the audience. And uh, actually, funnily enough, right, I forgot to say this to Pauline, but so Mark uh, Mark was singing the Galtie Mountain Boy. And look, to be honest with you, when there's too many strings instruments in the group, it's a bit, it's a bit not that it, it lacks variation, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, like, the, like, so when, when that's one of the things that's so great about having Pauline play with is that she doesn't, she plays like lead instruments, she plays, plays like tin whistle, flute, saxophone. Um and and it's a wind instrument, you know, so it's it's different. Like mm-hmm. it's different from, you know. And it has such a nice kind of variety to it. So I was like, God, we need something, like, you know. <laughs> so I picked up the tin whistle again, Andy. I oh, picked no it up way! and I was like, I'm gonna, <laughs> been, I'm gonna <laughs> been t- over ten years. Oh, way over ten years, right? <laughs> and every time Pauline saw that video of me playing in like let's say the early years of uh like she she, she she grimaced like at all of my bad notes. Very funny. Dry she was not impressed. So I'm not sure again if there, I don't think there was any video of me doing it, but I must uh, sure again what I was playing so that she can suffer again. So you played it. along to the Galtie Mountain Boy. Yes, and uh, Mark struggled any time I started playing tin whistle because he'd start laughing. <laughs> so it was it was tough, <laughs> but um, but it worked. Somehow managed to work. Yeah. <clears throat> but to be honest, I chickened out. I I did not uh, uh, whip out the tin whistle. In the session in Carney because there's too much talent in the room. I just didn't want to like, I couldn't face that embarrassment, so uh, I chickened out there. From there on, I actually chickened out. How to think about it? I didn't, 
I didn't play it again. Right, yeah. People get oh. rowdier as well. But it must have been like because McGowan drank quite a bit in Kearney as well, didn't he? So there yeah. was you know, kind of a was there a, anything significant in terms of of of, of remembering and, and and or was it as he probably would have wanted? Don't. And you know, in Kearney, no, uh, there wasn't. To be honest, the music was just so good. Everyone was kind of just enjoying that, you know. Um, but then we went to Kilbarn, and there was there's a lot of um there's a lot of they they've erected in Kilbarn uh they've erected a like a a plaque in the square in the in the square let's say if, if you want to call it that and um and it's got like a verse from his song the broad majestic Shannon in it um which is very nice and they there was a lot of uh, like remembrance there of him because he would have drank at Hannigan's a lot as well, mm. uh, which is the pub there in, in Hannigan's that we went to. Just, well, just public you, you say another thing to, to anyone that's not kind of Irish, but maybe listening from Germany or wherever it is that, that Shane McGowan passed away almost two weeks ago, but he's also was born and, and lived until he was about four or five years old in the area where Ed actually is from and about five kilometers, ten kilometers away from us. So the places, the bars we're talking about, um, Kearney, um, what's it called in Kearney? It's just called Kearney. Actually, do you know what? I, I don't know. I've never actually called it. Every time you say we're going to the pub in Kearney, I say, yeah, we're going to the pub in Kearney. I never <laughs> thought of the name, which is bad. But I can Google it here in real time yeah. because we have the miracle of the internet. So we uh, have. Uh, so yeah, so Kearney would have been a bar, which I still haven't been in, actually. But um, Kearney would have been really? a bar that, that McGowan would have frequented. And, and of course, Hannigan's in Kilbarn, where he was close to where he was raised. And actually, that the, there's a little picture of Hannigan's in the, in the documentary Crock of Gold that you can watch about Shane McGowan. I know it's uh, on ART or RTL over here. You can actually watch the documentary for free, but you have to watch it in German. Um, but yeah, excellent documentary, and it kind of shows the background to all these places. Once where one where we grew up, but also McGowan's journey from start, I guess, to very close to the finish. You got a name for that famous pub in Kearney? Um, the pub in Kearney, Ryan's, J. Ryan's. Ryan's. Okay. That'll narrow down the search, um, the Google search. Just type in Ryan's Bar, and uh, you should find it straight away. That's uh, that's not going to be. We'll narrow it down. Um, but tell me this: uh, Did you uh, you you went from Kearney then to Kilbarn? Yeah, it's jo- Johnny R- Johnny Ryan's pub in Kearney. Johnny Ryan. Yeah, we went from there then to um, to Hannigan's and Kilbarn, and uh, played a few sets there. And, and like that, there was like a re- you know a couple of requests for Shane McGowan songs and things like that. And um, you know, so it was very nice. Really, like he is he's uh, very he's very popular around the place. Like you know, everyone kind of knows his songs, and you know they're. Um, I suppose, especially so since he just passed away so recently, um, everyone wants to kind of remember him through his through his songs a bit, you know, and wants to, wants to hear the songs as well, you know, and not just uh, let's say a fairy tale of New York, or they want to hear as they want to hear maybe the not obscure but something that they might not have heard before, like one that we would uh, sing a lot is uh, "Pair of Brown Eyes," yeah. and um, were you singing that? Sang that as well, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, so that was good, and. Uh, Went from there then down to um, De Roche's in Ballanderry. And uh, that was a lot of fun as well. What's it called? De Roche's. The what? The <laughs> Have I, I don't mean to be outing you, but it does sound like you're, you're doing the De Because I'm not sure of the name. <laughs> De Roche. Well... <laughs> At least you're outing me in front of you know, <laughs> in, pri- in private. You're not you're not you're not, you're not calling me out. It's only because I know Kilbarn is being the tavern 
or Elsie Hogan's or the Pickle Pig, as it was back a while ago, which was fun when they erected a giant pig on top of the roof and then took it down three months later. But they're on. I, I love that. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to, Google is going to really help me out here and vindicate me. I, I don't know if you can be vindicated at this point, but you can, can we can have clarification. Um, hold on a second now. Or maybe we won't. Um, but yeah, so kill by, so we're on, so to give you a, if you are listening, we're on a, we're on a, we're on a Ren hunt, um, a post, a post Ren hunt, uh, review. And we are in North Tipperary. Um, we started in Patsy's bar in the Tower Hill of Bursacane, which is at one end of the town, a fine, fine establishment and a fine home to many. He's a good young man and woman and undefined. Um, and then they've moved on from there on to Kearney, which is a small pub in the absolute middle of nowhere. And it's quite amazing that this pub does. And I, I, I mean that in the greatest sense. It is just the most isolated and wonderful bar, as I said. I put a marquee up outside it, but I've never actually been inside it. And uh, I think That's you were amazing. You, you were that close. And then they've gone on from there to Hannigan's Kilbarn, a small village where Shane McGowan was born and lived till he was about four or five and now we're on we're on our way to Ballanderry to Ballanderry to Ballanderry and we went into a pub De Roches De Roches okay which I think if you listen to this playback that's exactly what I said it is what you said but it's it's your lack of confidence (laughs) (laughs) you are you're you're definitely is Roches is is that now us being two Irish people obviously our Irish is off the chart and I'm hoping that you have gone at least a little bit further and looked up the definition. Is it the roasties as in the roasted potatoes? I think that's a name. <laughs> I, think it's their, I think it's the name of the people. I don't know. Oh, like uh, the Reardons, but the roasties. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. I don't know is the honest answer. But, but look, interesting if enough, you are that interested, Google can help you out. But I, I'm just here to give you the spelling. <laughs> right, D E Fada, D E Fada. Yeah. So, and then and that's one. Let's say word like you know, like oh, so it's Mac like or Devil or, or exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. And then uh, Roasters, Mark Roche. De Young. He was a science teacher <laughs> yeah, in Berlin here that I worked with. He might be related <laughs> from Australian. He's moved back now. He's retired. Big shout out to Mark all the way in Oz. Anyway. R O Fada I S T E, and then it has the apostrophe S to denote ownership. Ownership. It's interesting. All the bars you've mentioned so far are bars owned and named after their owners. No, no pickled pig or no the dog and duck or whatever kind of spotted willy. Names. The spotted willy. A great bar. A great bar. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so the Roches, and I guess that's owned by people called the Roches now. I haven't. I haven't. Is is that is that, sorry now to I'm getting into our whole geography of where we live now because I haven't, I haven't been there. Is that is that used to be what was called Elsie Elsie Hogan's? Yes, that's correct. Ah, yeah, okay. it used to be, used right. to be used, formerly known as Elsie's bar. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, okay, yeah. nice, cool. But, How did uh, that go? So th- that was great. That was really nice as well. Uh, played a few songs there, and um, we interrupted a table quiz actually, um, which was in full swing. Uh, so in fairness, they they just finished around. They had two questions left in the round, and then they. Um, they let us play our songs between between the the rounds, which was and it was great, really nice fun. I like oh, yeah. to, to be honest with you. In every pub we went into, unsurprisingly, 
uh, I like I knew someone in every pub, you know. Mm. So that is an instant icebreaker, you know what I mean? It makes things a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to get the uh, suspicious looks of everyone. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, go uh, here. Put money in this bucket, please. Yeah, we promise. And, uh, we'll it. sing you a song. <laughs> and we're doing it for charity. Wink. We're doing it <laughs> exactly. Wink. Exactly. You get you get past all that suspicion straight away, which is very nice. What, what and, charity did you do it for? Actually, Sorry, just Irish Cancer that. Society. Oh, very good. Big, big. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I should have plugged that straight away from the start. So Irish Cancer Society. Nice. And then um, went from there. We actually went back into Burris of Cain then, then because uh, to run an errand, and uh, we decided to go into Grace's Jimmy Grace's bar, and uh, sang a few songs in there. Some more uh, McGowan fans in there as well. Yeah. And um, from there, then we went on to Paddy's bar in Terry Glass, and uh, that was a lot of fun. A lot of people there. There was people playing music there already, so we just joined in, and we played till the wee hours of the morning. Nice. Uh, lots of fun. What time did you end up in Paddy's at? I, I'd say it was around 10 o'clock, if not half 10, I'd say. Mm, nice. So we started around in Paddy's around half past two, and then we ended up in Paddy's around half past 10, and we stayed playing there for another two hours or so. So it was, yeah, it was a, a long day, but a, but a good one. Really nice. Really enjoyable. I wish I had some audio I could share with you, but um, who knows? Maybe we'll cut it in here. We laid it in the hollows and we laid Straight onto this sentence. So, so yeah, I, I hope that. everyone, I hope everyone listening can uh, feel and see the evolution of our podcast already, just purely by the the, the, the way we're holding and carrying ourselves at this point. I believe is is already a, a stark improvement. On, on you've that. definitely put an effort this week that uh, I have not. You've, you've your background is is amazing, very nice. Uh, mine, it's not very good. I think I should, I could probably jazz up the old background there a little bit. I think the hoodie now that I'm wearing it is probably a bad idea. Um, and, uh, no, it's fine. Right. <laughs> it's grand. It's grand. <laughs> so yeah, I could I could I could take off the hoodie. Watch, nah. watch this now. Watch. Oh lord, oh lord. Okay, so I'll keep us going while we're. Uh, well, oh, oh, you took off the hood, not the hoodie. Hood, not the hoodie. Sorry, the hood. I just took down the hood. But, uh, no, but uh, no, yeah, so hence my, yeah. my voice. 
Sorry, we, a little bit. Very sad we couldn't be there. Sad we couldn't be there, but at, at the same time, not many regrets because uh, Berlin is 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 also a beautiful place, and it's it's amazing. Berlin is is when it, during during Christmas, like so many people leave here that the streets just empty, and it was really yeah. Yesterday, I took a I took a long walk, wink, which I'll uh, uh, I I can chat about in another episode. But uh, what do you call it? Uh, it was such an amazing time. Uh, because the weather was just, it was beautiful. It's actually blue skies again today, and it's really sunny, but it was up at the, um, near Treptower Park in uh, the uh, Insel der Jung. Jung, is that what it's called? Insel der Jung? Ah, well, oh, having trouble pronouncing things, Andy. No, no, it's the name, it's the name. My, the my. German, the German is spot on, but the name is just escaping me after 13 years of living here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just just beautiful. But, um, uh, just Every, everywhere is so quiet and, and, and so nice and kind of has that wintry feel to it. And it's dry, which makes a big difference because it's supposed to rain. And, uh, yeah, we didn't get much. We haven't done, I guess, music-wise over the Christmas. We went on uh, Christmas Eve, which is kind of for Germans their Christmas Day or some sort of transition thing where they do most things on the 24th and the 25th is just another day. So we went oh, really? and got some uh, evangelical... Evangelical Mass up in Mark Hollandoin. We just popped up there because oh. we heard there was a, a, a music up there. Uh, so we uh, we arrived there. Just it was packed out up there. But it's kind of funny. Like it, it is an official mass, but like everyone treats it like it's a concert, uh, which is probably the right way for it to be as well. Like you know, so we mm. we went up to listen to music and uh, had Seamus up on the shoulders. Kind of there was one massive brass band playing on one side, and then kind of the cool funky band on the other side. We're doing the cool crowd surfers, stuff, the crowd surfers, and then there was a priest or a uh, I don't know what they're called in in, in evangelicalism, um, a minister, a, a minister, yeah, and she was uh, so she would say her bits and pieces, and then but then the music kicked in and it was nice, so you had a brass section doing some 16th century music, and she would kind of explain oh. a little what it was, and then we would always transition from that to Feliz Navidad, and so a, the the pop cool band were doing their whole thing over there. And uh, we stayed for one or two songs, and then we kind of left it at that. It was it was enough to see it, and it was nice. But uh, there was also a lot of mass in between, so uh, mm. I don't know if the uh, the juice was worth the squeeze, as they say. For a finish, so we uh, we wandered away from that and came back. And yeah, other than that, music-wise, I guess kind of last in the last podcast, I was talking about I was a prince or I am a principal. I've only got two days left as being the uh, my job as a primary school principal in Berlin here in a school. And now I'm officially not a principal. Um, but uh, congratulations! Yeah. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, I would uh, I would welcome all line of questioning in terms of what happens next over the next coming episodes because I think it helps keep me on track when I have to answer all questions, especially in this kind of format. But I did have I did have the most uh, amazing send off. Uh, I think, jeez, like I. I I'm still finding it hard to process the kind of the, the the level of effort that everyone went in to say goodbye to me at the school. It was um it was it was it was out of this world. Um and I say that not in just in terms of kind of people just saying goodbye to me, but um I guess cuz music and and kind of being I don't want to say an idiot, just being silly the whole time in in my entire time working at the school. And since I became the the principal, I was like, finally, I get to I get to control everything and <laughs> control the narrative, which wasn't my, which I didn't think anyone would let me do, but they did. And uh, so, kind of one of the music teachers and Pauline and uh, so Pauline and and Richie, 
the two music teachers who have been the music teachers since I kind of got there seven years ago as well, or six years ago, maybe Richie joined. Uh, Richie put on this Lord of the Rings spectacular for me on uh, Friday, um, where basically I was taken on a 40-minute trip through the entire school. Dressed as I was dressed up as Frodo. I was met by Gandalf. I was uh, I had a backpack put on my a speaker uh, backpack put on me so they could have a running soundtrack through the whole thing. Uh, had to pass a load of tests. Had to fight Nazgul. Uh, if you're not into Lord of the Rings, it's going to bore you. Long story short, um, I ended up on the roof and symbolically throwing a ring off the uh, off the roof, a giant golden um, life boy type ring off the roof. And uh, my time to carry the burden ended. And then I went downstairs and like there was music throughout the whole thing as well. There was a, a viola player. One of our teachers plays the viola and he was doing the whole elf thing. And um, then when we got down, there was a school band where they played uh, they played uh, sort of instruments, low whistle, viola, piano, guitar. And uh, they played a couple of Lord of the Rings tunes. Then there was speeches and then there was two beautiful songs. Um, um, one song by uh, Alabama Shakes, Hold On. I guess they were trying to they were trying to link everything into what I enjoyed as music uh, over the last couple of years, and also kind of what would be symbolic to uh, to me leaving as well. So, Hold On by a band called Alabama Shakes was a song that I I heard actually when Malachi was born. I can remember listening to NPR at like. You, you can remember when the kids are small and you're up at three o'clock in the morning and you just kind of have to wait out or four o'clock or whatever time it is. It doesn't matter because uh, it's just whatever time. But I had NPR, which is no longer actually available here in Berlin, on the radio. And uh, yeah, this lady came on uh, who was talking about her music. And um, yeah, I don't think she's with that band anymore, but that's worth a listen. If at this point, I would throw on a little clip of that because she's got the most excellent voice. And also, just the weird stops in that song are just uh, phenomenal. And the other song they played, oh, they played Fairy Tale New York as well, which uh, which I got up and joined in. And it's the only time I've ever really sang Fairy Tale New York. I, th I tend to kind of veer away from Fairy Tale. I love the song and I love listening to it, but I don't ever yeah. really want to play it for some reason. I don't know. And even in in the in the last Get Folk session we had in Berlin, I kind of I played three McGowan songs. Um, I think I talked about that last week, but I can remember just when we came back for our second set after the uh, La Pizzicati had played, and uh, I said that I'm going to sing the only Christmas song I'm going to sing, and I could hear everyone going, oh, I was like, oh, it's not the one you think it's going to be, because <laughs> I sang Arthur Man Cry to Baby. Santa <laughs> Baby. But I have to sing it like a fool. Santa Baby is hitching it under the tree for me. Attending a naughty good girl, naughty good girl, awfully good girl. I've been a naughty good girl. I really mess with people's heads. <laughs> and Santa's. And Santa's. Sorry down the chimney tonight. Um, so no, I sang uh, Arthur McBride, which I love singing. And I think we, we sang that a hundred like, years ago. And I never really sang because it doesn't really fit in many scenarios because uh, it's such a long song. And uh, if you don't have Paul Brady kind of picking at notes and making it all very magical then it's kind of maybe the song can drag a little bit but i sang it and uh i love singing it love the story behind it um at this point i put it a clip of another right we're gonna get better right. i, I promise you promise you know and, and this is not and this is one thing we said to each other we're not apologizing to any of you out there for anything we have prepared or not prepared 
for this podcast. You need to know that we will not apologize ever. We come at this with lots of good intentions and no preparation. <laughs> well, we got, hey, stop. No, there's so much preparation. There's as much preparation going into this as is needed. A wizard is never late or early, Mr. Brophy. He arrives exactly when he means to. Try that at an airport, Gandalf. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> sir, sir, please step off. Please step off the runway. You shall not pass. <laughs> you shall not pass. Already two twin turbofan engines creating 22,000 pounds of thrust each. I think we'll pass, Gandalf. So, um, uh, so yeah, sang Arthur McBride then. But what was it going to say? Oh, yeah, we were talking about Hold On and then we played um, Fairy Tale in New York. Then we had a couple of songs halfway through the just a party all night then as well it was just very very surreal i couldn't sh- I, I i i sent you the uh video of richie he did a live cam the whole time because the entire staff were down in the uh the canteen the entire time and uh they were watching me going through my my journey and uh then then that was that was last friday friday week and then i must have happened i can't remember have i been talking to you since then on this but uh my actual last day then was last Friday, almost a week ago now, and uh, yeah, that was that was a very emotional day and very nice. The uh, the head of the school said we booked me in for a meeting at quarter past ten. Said we're going for a walk, and she took me away, and we had a uh, we had a, a wonder and had a, a little drink as we wandered around and saying goodbye to each other. And then when I came back to school, all three hundred students were in our I don't want to call it, I always call it a, 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 a not a Coliseum, I always call it the Coliseum. No, the, um, what do you call it? Uh, amphitheater. Auditorium. Oh, uh, yeah. Amphitheater is outside, uh, but it's not really curved like an amphitheater, but uh, all 300 kids were out there uh, and the whole staff and um, just kind of a few more speeches to say that they wanted to thank me for all the music that um, I've, I've been bringing to the school because I tend to just get an ocean and there's a good few songs that have passed through the school that maybe weren't expected but um yeah they sang uh uh what was it um no uh, what's going on the four non blondes so okay that, that was one song that they played i guess because it's the, the the lyrics are quite appropriate as in i'm not 25 years old and not knowing what's going on i'm 41 years old and not going on and uh the song is quite pertinent to that you know that, that uh you know i'll figure it out <laughs> but it was nice it's nice to see the under kids sing that and uh because they love the chorus i said hey and they, especially the great sixes the great sixes love the moment where i was like, i step outside and i get real high and i and the great six is like yeah yeah we're gonna hands like you don't know. You don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything yet. Or some of them maybe do. I don't know. Um, don't know young people these days. And then, uh, but then the piece de resistance was um, they uh, sang School Day's Over. And to have oh, very uh, nice. all 300 kids. Like I, I taught this to when I was teaching my, my, when I was teaching in the classroom in the school, I did teach my grade three, fours that, uh, that song. And it used to be an anthem for us every Friday. It's so funny to watch them sing it because like School Days Over is such a beautiful song, but has such complicated lyrics and con- not complicated lyrics, but it's interesting words. Uh, so to hear like 300 kids singing that was very, uh, 
very moving and hear them talking about it's time we were off to the anthracite. <laughs> the morning yeah. mist is on the valley. It's like, Jesus, these are very deep six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. They're really looking deep. They, but they love, the, they, they, I don't know what it is about school days over, but it, like my class, when I had only 25 of them, they absolutely adored that song. And with 300 of them, Pauline was telling me like they loved learning that song and, and they loved the kind of the whatever way the song rhythmically moves. And it's the idea of kind of having to leave school to go to work. I think it's very powerful in the lyrics itself. And um and also the last verse, which to me, I still haven't, I, I, have, I, I must look up and do a bit more, um, a bit more research, more research <laughs> on this. But uh, the last verse is like, uh, come on, then die, it's almost light. And the die part, they all love that. For some reason, just the, a person called die, which to me also makes no sense. I don't know, Dahi, Dahi, Dahi would it be short for Dahi? I thought Dahi, yeah. That's what I, that's, I thought. Ewan McCall wrote this song, and he's he's Scottish. I guess, was he Scottish or, or English? Ewan McCall, uh, I didn't think he was. I thought he was from Manchester, but I might be wrong there. God, do you know what? I don't know. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't, uh, he wrote that song, and I, I, I never kind of, I always got more interested in kind of all the, you know, the On Witcher Sark and, like, these shirts that they used to kind of wear when they were going down to the mines, and, and uh, and then of course the like the anthracite and the the word for coal it's just like it's such an amazing amazing song, of course like you know Luke Kelly probably had the definitive version of it, certainly for us anyway yeah. And then of course Damien Dempsey has been doing it. I've seen Damien Dempsey do it twice in concert, and it's like yeah, it's just it's just an anthem. Uh, it's it's weird. It's an anthem, but it doesn't have any repeating verses. You know, it's 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 yeah. somehow it's somehow but. Once you know it, it's kind of one of those songs that you just love singing and, and love being. I guess because it's a workers, a working man song, and it's it's very much working class and and having to give up just to uh, kind of similar to fancy in that way, having to and to give up any fancy ideals of yourself and just uh, get on with it. Right yeah, I, like uh, I, I suppose it's uh, a kind of a coming of age one, but it's such a nice tune. But yeah, just uh, yeah, you and McCall, he's Scot- he had Scottish parents. Uh, he's born in England. Um, the Scottish parents and uh, just if you don't know him an awful lot of the songs that we would have sang uh, kind of come from him uh, from the 1960s and that who have uh, collected a lot of songs have written a lot of songs as well but yeah real real talented dude and I think like Luke Kelly would have known him and would have got a lot of songs off him as well and um, yeah that's where he kind of directly comes to us I guess and our our love of folk music Yeah. yeah really really cool guy so yeah, so they, they sing those two songs and I said farewell to school and now I am yeah. I'm I'm free agent. I'm a free agent. <laughs> Rent a kill. Rent <laughs> Rent a killer. So yeah, I can I can be I can I can, I can my services can. I, I, I as I said, I, I, I think I got the count at fifteen at one point. Uh and counting. So I, I, I not counting. Found the source? I no, I found out the, the 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 I went around because like I live in an Altbau or a, an old building uh, in in Berlin, so you can literally like I'm I'm standing in front of the wall. I can literally start, you know, in Shawshank Redemption where he discovers that the wall he can dig a tunnel through the wall. Yeah, you discover that the second you come to my house because you just touch the wall and it's like oh I can I can escape whenever I need to. So um, I, there's a lot of especially where the the floor meets the wall. There seems to be a lot of kind of gaps that could potentially house uh, let things in. So I just went around and stuffing 
stuffing steel wool in everything. Just uh, any steel kind wool, of yeah. steel wool everywhere. And uh, either they were all in here and there was a serious like uh, commune of mice that had just housed themselves in the new fridge. The only thing I could think, think of was the fridge. The fridge came new. But I was like, can mice live in the back of a fridge? Can that many mice live in the back of a fridge? But uh, anyway, I don't know enough about enough. I don't know enough about the the habits of mice to answer that question. So that's why you're hiring uh, professionals, Ed. That's why you got to hire me and get me in there. You know, rent. rent, You got to rent professionals to answer these questions. I I I I I live amongst the mice to get to know them, to to really get into the psyche of the mice. That's why I live in Berlin. Actually, I just literally have to go down to the canal, and I'm just (laughs) filling me in. Come to me, my pretties. So, uh, I think I think Disney has messed up um, a lot of people's view of mice and how like and how cute they are or something. And like uh, like you, you you could certainly paint uh, mice living in the back of a fridge through put it through a Disney lens <laughs> and it's a very it's a very nice scenario for everyone involved. And throw, the, pest, throw, throw an Italian accent along. on them, make them make them yeah. <laughs> cook up a pasta. <laughs> hey, Andrew, what do you make? What are you doing to me? <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, if yeah, if they could get away with putting a rat on a dude's head cooking food and make that look cute, I mean, they can definitely <laughs> do it with, with mice. Uh, I mean, the reality, needless to say, everybody, is very different. Very different. Very that. different. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, they were mostly cold kills. I couldn't, uh, didn't have to, uh, didn't have to watch anyone suffer. One, I had to suffer. I'm not going to go into the detail of, of that. Um, oh it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. Is that the one that was stuck to the tape? <laughs> it was. I never used that tape. I never used that tape. But this. Okay, that's good. That's the good. mouse wandered on to. Something that wasn't for him. It was for something else, actually, that we were trying to gather. <laughs> That's what. And he, he, you know, he's, it wasn't for him. It wasn't for him or her or her. I'm not sure. The mouse was collateral damage in an other ongoing war <laughs> yeah. that you're having with, with an as yet unnamed assailant. Smaller beast. Smaller beast. Uh, not to give you the idea that I'm living, but uh, this, is, this is the nicest part of our apartment. Uh, this exactly. You live in the canal. <laughs> No, relatively uh, any visitors that are going to come here promise it's all it's all it's all above board. It's all, it's not above board, but it's not far from the board. Like, <laughs> Let's just say the board has not been consulted. <laughs> and what they don't know won't hurt them. Exactly. Don't kill you make you stronger. <laughs> I was actually walking back through the, the, the Gerlitzer Park yesterday and as I was walking back, um you know Gerlitzer, and if any of you ever come to Berlin Please come to Gerlitzer Park and approach it with the, uh, 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 the same level of excitement, but have the same level of fear inside you when you go to it as well. So it's, it's, it's no harm to, to, to be aware, but it's a beautiful park. I love it. love it for all its, um, for all its charm. Um, but uh, it was walking it certainly back is a tapestry. A tapestry of... It's I don't we, know what's in the tapestry, but... It's what we fell in love with it. It's, it's one it of the first places. Yeah. I actually walked up uh, towards Treptow Park yesterday as well. I was thinking about the, the very first visit I had to Berlin where you, uh, you brought us in the, in the snow in our bags and you said, now is the time for a visit to Treptow Park. We dragged our bags through the snow, but it was really nice. But, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I was, they're two very different experiences, actually, <laughs> Treptow Park and Gorlitzer Park. Yeah, but going back through Gorlitzer and I, how did I get onto this? I, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, but food being above board. Um, I was walking back through Gritza Park and just, just got to the one side of the bowl nearest where we live and um, 
and oh, this this guy just came up to me with a bowl of soup, and he was just saying, <laughs> African soup, you got to try this in Germany. He was saying like, this is African soup, you got to try this. It's so spicy. And he I was, wasn't being more specific about the look, about <laughs> no, the origins of the soup. No, that was it. Like, the continent you know, of Africa. Yeah, no, it's like well, there was a, a ton of guys kind of hanging out as well, and 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 just having a beer, and they were starting laughing at him, and I was like, ah, no, I'm good, I'm good, I got any wood. He followed me. He kept following me, and at some point, I was like, oh, he's just going to think I don't want it now for some reason. And I, I started kind of playing out scenarios in my head as to why he thinks I don't, I don't want it. So then I drank some of his soup. What? <laughs> don't tell Pauline. Oh, wait, Pauline's going to be listening to this. <laughs> I just had one spoon, just one spoon, and I'm fairly confident I'm fine. He was not, he was a nice guy. He was he was just and he got really excited by the soup and then we had a nice Christmas conversation about doing well at Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, uh let's just Yeah. Let's yeah. just keep that between us. <laughs> <laughs> he was really adamant that I drink the soup. I was like, Oh you know. Anyway. I I have, a, I have a lot of questions about that one. Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good that we've documented. I, I, yeah, I think zero, I, zero hour. The zero I, hour has now been. How's that been captured? I think if we're talking in three weeks and there's some sort of, um, <laughs> there's some sort. Have of you ever seen the, the Fly starring Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> and he just slowly starts to transform into this grotesque. <laughs> Welcome to the. the yeah. Were you not? Were you not put off? Let's say by the. Like the, by the ambiguity of of his plug, no, African no, soup. Because you can, well, no, because he was hanging. Incredibly out. vague. No, there was just a, a a big group of guys there as well, and everyone was just chatting away, and they started laughing. It, it the seemed group joking. of guys doesn't make me feel confident either, Andy. If, if that's supposed to be a, a kind of a an argument to strengthen your well, position, well, there's a lady that goes work. around selling the soup as well. So you've, there's, there's a lady that goes around selling the soup in the park as well, and selling like you know, there's different dishes as well, and 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 you can. I think I saw Kyle. I remember Kyle buying stuff stuff before and eating it there as well. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just Kyle's let's just, let's just say food. I was very malleable at the time, and and, and it wasn't taking me much to uh, to 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 go. All right, I'll, I'll go for this. So, so what what swung you? What swung you was obviously clearly the soup was well, that was one thing. Uh, it must have looked amazing. Uh, the fact that it's in a bowl is all always good. Didn't look um, amazing. It was a plastic bowl <laughs> with a plastic spoon, and <laughs> it was it the guy's feelings. You were you were afraid. The guy, gonna... the guy was wearing one of these. Uh, you know, like I used to have one when I guess when I was in college and Pauline. I don't know whether she did it on purpose or whether she did it by accident. But you know these kind of hoodies that are kind of hippie kind of looking hoodies that kind of have like. I know the exact one you're talking about. That yeah, you used to always wear. I know the yeah, exact yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. And and, and it, like it, if you it, see it, it you go college it, person. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, but yeah. this guy wasn't a college person. I guess he probably was the same age as me. And it's probably uh, your hoodie. <laughs> she didn't shrink it at all. That was just some <laughs> some. She flew. She ordered, ordered some tiny hoodie and said, "Oh, it shrunk, Andrew." And she. <laughs> No, but school he, uh, days over, Andy. School not putting on the hoodie anymore. <laughs> that is true. Um, so yeah, I would have eventually stopped. Well, the hood. Sorry to harp on about the hoodie now, but I did make promises <laughs> that the hoodie would only be worn at home. That was my thing. But it it does look ridiculous on a forty-one-year-old man, um, particularly one who's who's uh, who's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What I was going to say there. <laughs> but, but he was wearing. Was he wearing a hoodie similar to this? Or? So he was wearing one of those hoodies as well. So he had long hair, beard, 
Long hair, beard, wearing one of those hoodies, plastics, bold. Oh my God! With African suit. It was you from the future. <laughs> it was, it was you from the you time travel back to yourself. <laughs> you have to drink the soup, Andy. So I wanted to know whether I would still feel make myself feel bad about drinking the soup that I have. Oh wow, that's a. We don't know what we don't know what it's after. We don't know what butterfly effect that eating that soup had. That future Andy. It definitely knew, knows. We don't know. <laughs> it had a lot of curcuma in it, or, or turmeric, sorry, okay. um, because I could taste it. Like my, and, that, and that's the other fear that happened. So I, I drank it, and it was quite spicy, but I think he was expecting, because Germans, sorry, Germans, I should not say Germans in general, but a lot of Germans I met are not into spicy food, and when they say things are spicy over here, I'm going, eh, that's not so spicy. So I think he was expecting a big kind of, ah, my mouth is on fire kind of moment. And he didn't get it, and I think that disappointed him a bit. But we still had a very amicable separation, goodbye. And of course, he was amicable. He he got you to to drink his soup, man. <laughs> I got some random guy yeah. to to like drink something that I made, just telling yeah. him it's African soup, and if he drank it, I'd be incredibly amicable to that person afterwards <laughs> as well. His amicability is not. I strange. just left my job, Ed. I'm trying new things. I'm trying new things, and I'm going to start with soup, all right? I'm going to start with soup, all right? Just nobody judge what I do over the next six months. I'm discovering who I am, and I've missed out on a lot of things, Ed. I've been been a school teacher since I was 22 years old. What type of soup was it? (laughs) I mean, we've established it's African soup. Um, I mean, let's say, did it fall under the umbrella of the more traditional flavors like chicken? I I, I guess it might have been vegetable. I'm not sure. I, 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 yeah, I wasn't. I I wanted. I wanted to just do it and get out because because of the following. It was just like okay, right. This is you know me as well. Like I struggle sometimes with kind of letting people down. (laughs) Just like because he had made such an effort to follow me. There was one of two things. This guy has done something very much to him, and he's adamant that I drink this. And in about half an hour, I'll wake up in 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 in, in the bowl. Um, <laughs> that's metaphorical and literal. Uh, in the bowl. Um, I'm I'm proud of you, man. I, I you took a leap. I I honestly would never have taken. I was a pawn as well. Shit, God, it was all the things. Um, well done. That was layered. Yeah. But the 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 guys laughing. Where did they come into it? You said those guys laughing. Were they so the guys, let's say the guys that 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 sell the 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 narcotics on the edge. They were all kind of hanging around. As ah. well. They were laughing as well. So narcotics. They were okay. selling the weed. Um, yeah, they were selling. So weed. yeah, so they were just it's, kind it, of yeah. observing this. So I, it felt like there was a I don't know. It, it had a Christmas charm to it. <laughs> I felt like Santa so, baby. It's so, so funny you describe it that way, right? Because to like in my mind, uh, and this shows the kind of the differences between us, I guess, of which there are many, but. He, it sounds to me like it's, it's, it sounds like a schoolyard bully situation. <laughs> was it, he was definitely pushing it. Um, pushing <laughs> it uh, yeah, and then you start going through your heads of all the things like, okay, so here's, here's where my mind went afterwards because I needed to calm myself down because I, like, I, I, was, I was freaking out a little bit as well. And I was like, okay, person has soup. They've got soup from somewhere. Why would they poison from, from Africa, Andy? From, We've established okay, so he's, okay, so he's he's excited about his spicy soup and it's keeping him warm. Why would someone do anything bad to the soup that they most likely need and 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 it's keeping them warm? So that would be why give it away to someone else? Maybe on okay, they could have done something to it, but okay. Then I goes like, okay, what if he spiked it with something? 
but in Ger in Berlin, you tend to have something that's worth spiking. You keep it for yourself. You don't, you don't, you, you're not sharing out the spiking stuff. You know, it's like so. I was like, all right, this guy is not going to give away any of his good stuff as well. Um, yeah, there was. I, I was trying to make myself feel better about the whole scenario as well. But it, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm still standing. I'm a still soup standing. is an incredibly inefficient <laughs> delivery system for <laughs> spiking someone. Okay. Just, okay. Normally, normally people don't like pick up their soup and continue to drink it after they go to the toilet, but they've left it on the bar table. Uh, they've just gone to the club, and <laughs> you're right. You're, you not leave your here. soup down anywhere in this place. Yeah. It is. It's a, it is. It's an. It's an incredibly circuitous route to take in order to spike somebody. I I grant you that. So you know. Yeah. So. But there's many other illnesses I could have, so listen, that's not... That's not that's well, not you look well, and I, I opened the podcast today by saying you look well, and you yeah. do look well, Thank so you. nothing obvious so far. <laughs> but please don't do that again. I, yeah, I don't really Yeah, I won't. I won't. I won't. Well, no matter how many guys are laughing... Man of the people. Man of the people, that guy. He'll <laughs> no matter what continent he says the soup is from, <laughs> don't do it, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to see you again. Um... But, uh, but did, 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 uh, you were playing a session tonight? I am. Can I just circle back to one more thing you, you spoke about, yes. which was the um, the Lord of the Rings themed goodbye. Um, it would be a very nice thing to share that with people. If, if I don't know if the people involved are okay with it being shared on a mass scale, but something you should consider sharing with. Uh, yeah, no, with it's um, out there it's something uh, I've shared it with you, and I'll I'll, I'll possibly. Uh, I will ask the participants if they would be willing to uh, to let. But it's only Richie, I guess, as well. And but I, I, yeah, I'll find out. I would love to do that because it, it it was, it was it was on the scale of just I don't know. You, you haven't watched the American Office. So. I haven't, but like just from your description earlier, because we spoke about it um, before the podcast as well. It was the way that the school was all decorated and just the um, oh man, it was the scale of it. Yeah, like you say. Scale, it was, yeah, it was it was the amount of people that just came together and and and. Um, and worked on it like you know there was candles on every like we have four floors in the school and uh there was candles laid along every single floor uh, all the lights have been switched off um the uh the all the stair banisters have been done up with this ivy that the art teachers had worked on um uh our teachers and Siren. um there was like they had built trees just oh, it was just it was out of this world like you know the nazgul the three uh, the and Sauron as well were just dressed up in perfect garb, and they, like the three guys, uh, Matteo, Michael, and Johannes, they, their movements, they had studied their movements. Uh, Richie had everything timed to a T. Um, yeah, there are certainly moments when there's kind of like, you know, for, for anyone that we, or you would be watching it, there's moments where it kind of quietens down because I have to answer questions about math. Like uh, one of my trials is to answer questions from grade two to grade six. Uh, math questions uh, online but in that moment then the fire alarm goes off so that if, if you know this about the whole thing is like the fire alarm's constantly going off but not on purpose Be, it's because of the dry ice that they're letting off up on the top floor for the big end scene and uh yeah fire alarms just <laughs> I, I know neighbors were calling because we as a as a primary school you can imagine when we're in the middle of kind of we were the only international school in the east in what was east uh East Berlin, but we're surrounded by these all these East German apartment blocks as well, and you can imagine a primary school uh, not being the most popular 
place in the middle of a massively residential and and largely kind of older generation um dispor- dispor- um group of people so Okay. Uh, second only to a bar, I'd say. Yeah, so the fire alarm uh, going off a couple of times definitely drew Sauron's eye. Uh, but he uh, didn't. Uh, nobody, nobody called the police. I got up on the roof. That was frightening um, because just just to describe to you how to get up onto the roof is just a, a fiasco in itself. I think if anyone's listening to this, then I hope the school doesn't get sued for anything negligence or something. <laughs> but uh, they they threw they they threw out the rule book, which which I found a complete honor that they would do and and just like whatever we're going to do it this way they closed the school early for me i didn't know anything about that they'd send me off to the secondary school for the entire um day where i i think i did i talk to you maybe i was just talking to you about this or i can't remember the last podcast but um yeah they where i watched uh many plays being played out and uh yeah no it was really it was really wonderful it was uh, yeah wonderful day Musty picked me up. Yeah, Housemeister picked me up from apartment. Nice and, uh, chauffeur. Yeah. Uh, but everyone dressed up in like Lord of the Rings themed outfits as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It was really great. It was like you know, most mostly elves, a uh, couple of orcs, a couple of hobbits, one Heidi costume. Uh, <laughs> so Heidi made it in there, uh, being it being Germany. Uh, so got to get the Austrian, the Austrian Heidi in there, and uh, yeah, it was just. Just, just a great night, just a great laugh and a great school, and I'm gonna miss it terribly. And a bit of a leaf in the wind, or a, you know, just kind of a well, not at this point, not because it's the perfect time because Christmas is like a time when you just kind of do nothing anyway. Um, well, as teachers anyway, we we finally get to down tools and and leave the work in school. So yeah, let's see in another three or four days, and we'll have this podcast going, hopefully doing a bit of music, um, and. Uh, yeah, write a bit of music, write yeah. the songs, and at some point at the end of January, I'll start looking at other things, or I don't know. It's hard to know. I'm I'm very much still at a place where I'm kind of not feeling too much pressure because it's still too fresh to, to that I've left, and it's still kind of Andrew time. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely the definitely the music part of it, we'll uh, we'll definitely want to drive that on, and uh, like I say, write stuff and produce stuff and share share it with uh, anyone who's listens and cares to. Yeah. What's your session yes, tonight? It's just the the weekly or the the bi bi monthly. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, because I guess of the Christmas break and everybody's off, they're having another music session tonight in the Westward Hole, Mungret, and um, yeah, promises to be a, a good night as well. I would say. Now the voice will be interesting uh, after hunting the wren, but um, we'll go on and have some fun anyway. It'll be it'll be nice, you know. So we'll see how that goes. Nice. So that's your so your your session is well. Obviously, when this comes out, then nobody will hear it. So it will have happened. Um, but when's the next one in the Westward Hall? I want to say in two weeks' time. Two weeks. Um, so that would so be what's the eleventh of January. Yeah, the eleventh of January, and then the following one will be the in the twenty fifth. Nice. Okay, and we'll be spotted in the middle end of there because we're playing back in Madonna Bar on the 17th of January. Um, yeah, we'll be there. The Nancy Boys will be hosting a session in Madonna Bar. And uh, hopefully we're, we have a couple of musicians that are showing interest in playing along with us. So we'll have someone organized for that. So there'll be a nice little uh, 
we follow the same pattern and maybe our trad, trad musicians will be back and healthy again. So by the time you're listening to this, if you've made it to podcast two, you'll know the 17th of January, Madonna Bar on Wiener Straße number 22 or one. I think that by next week, hopefully we'll have a little more links and maybe a little website to be able to find things and uh, yeah, find all things folky. But uh, yeah, anything yeah. else? Anything Not else on your mind, Ed? Uh, no, no, that's it. Last, um, qu- last question for you. Best present of the Christmas that you've enjoyed of your children? Oh, well, uh, actually, no, not their present, but I got a present from Santi as well. Uh, it was a mini karaoke machine. Uh, basically, it was a speaker with two Bluetooth microphones, and it, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Nice. So you've had a karaoke yeah. Christmas? Yes, I did indeed. Any, nice uh, wordplay there. Any, any songs you uh, have nailed that you say, yep, I'm primed and ready? Uh, when, sta- when Santa Mr. got Austin. stuck in a chimney. Santa got stuck in a chimney. Yeah, I can't remember the words now, but it's a good song. Hmm. Uh, no, it was, more, it was mainly just that the kids really got a kick out of that, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed them uh, singing through that as well. Lots of fun. Do you enjoy listening to your children sing? Have they got good voices? Yes, actually. They're, they're, they're funny, yeah. Yeah, because they're a weird combination of uh, shy, but also want to want to sing as well. They sang in Patsy's. Uh, they did not, did they? What did they sing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of them was uh, Santa Got Stuck in the Chimney, and another one was about Santa, just describing how he's dressed and stuff. And uh, they got around. And of course, wow. Patsy was brilliant too. He was like egging him on and encouraging him. And it was, it was really, really nice. That's really amazing cool. uh, that they would do that in front of everyone as well. Like I said, Maliki probably would, but Seamus... Yeah, it was. I was surprised. I was. I was surprised that they did it, but um, it was very nice to see. Yeah, there is that hunger to kind of, especially when we're playing and they they want to be part of our kind of thing as well. Like as kids, like you know, they're just for for better or worse, they look up to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's great when you have your own kids. You you automatically you know you have a uh, instant stardom. That fades actually. Uh, it fades. Father dear. All stars fade. Andy. All, stars. All stars fade. Cool. Nice, um, but nice yeah, no, it was, it was great. It was great. And what about you? Do you what? What uh, any present um, particular you enjoyed? I'd say the remote control cars are probably the most awesome. We got two. I, I was very scared that like we got them two cars, nothing too major, but they're they're from the same brand. So I did have this fear. I remember having a remote control car when I was younger, and uh, I remember friends brought around their remote control car, but they always affected each other. You know, there was like, I don't think the technology yeah. had moved on enough that we were just all working on one signal. But the lads got these two, two remote control cars, same brand. Actually, Mam got them for them. And uh, wow. yeah, it's been great crack. And I drive them around and kind of just uh, playing as, as, a, as a lover of uh, Rocket League on the PlayStation. It's kind of real life Rocket League um, playing with a remote control car. You played Rocket League? Uh, yes, uh, badly. Yes, badly. Yeah. So real life Rocket League. But I do have to, uh, just to finish on a, on a what I thought was kind of funny. We also got something with uh, for for or Santa brought um, Seamus kind of this uh, like target practice thing. It's over there. It's like you know, it's like a big circle, and it's but it's got a Velcro Velcro sticky thing, and it's like you know, it's got one side has got dinosaurs that you have to shoot and different parts of the body and then the other side has numbers and being two teachers our poor children have to constantly deal with us kind of trying to manipulate their fun by making them learn and have fun and uh so like we we santa brought them this uh this 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 thing that's supposed to come with like velcro balls and like blasters they call them so blasters so i was like okay blasters 
and little balls to throw in a cycle and we can play games and throw them and we get the numbers and we're going to count and it's going to be great so we opened it up and uh i have the I have a box here beside me of all the wonderful things now when i opened the box and seamus opened the box so the first things comes out is like that it's like ah oh, it's a little glock it's a little little gun that's fine that's cool yeah and you probably a little bit uncomfortable with it being again you know pedagogue but like does does the thing shoots a foam thing but it didn't just come with one it came with two it came with three wow it came, it came with four <laughs> it came with five and it came with six of these glocks <laughs> legend <laughs> and i was like what the hell is going on <laughs> so it's just like full-on armory here now <laughs> so when you do to come to berlin tomorrow yeah for all you fans out there of berlin you'll be too late by the time you hear this but ed is coming to berlin tomorrow so when you come here track my movements we can all uh we can all uh we can all basically um, one for everyone in the audience as 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 our good friend as our good friend gay Byrne used to say god we've known gay for a long time known gay for quite a while now and anyone that gets that reference you are definitely in the older generation of people that are listening to this podcast if you didn't get that reference then celebrate the fact that you're listening to people that are older than you and respect us ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but guns are bad in general guns are bad this is, this is an anti-gun house because they're blasters they're not guns or zappers okay Zappers. Okay. Well, very good. Very good. Uh, that looks. To be honest, if I was a, if I was a kid, those presents would be brilliant. It was. It, they those. are good fun. In fairness, I do enjoy it. Um, although Malachi did hit me at point blank range on Christmas Day in the eye with it, did spark a little bit of a sour thirty minutes of our of our Christmas Day. Like right there, <laughs> he, he he wasn't shooting it at my eye. I was fixing something, and he tried to do a cool kind of a what's that movie called where they can make the the bullets turn in the air. You know, the, oh. uh, we had that Scottish English fellow in it. Um, oh, God, uh, okay, Hitman or something. And it wasn't Hitman. No, it was like oh, no, it wasn't Hitman. But they are, they are, aren't they? Aren't they yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, Maliki tried Angie to do this. Jolie, yes, exactly. But Maliki tried to do this cool move where he kind of jumped around me and turned it sideways and shot. But he just went. Oh, oh. and uh, yeah. But we got over it. And. Uh, the uh, the bruises cannot be seen. So, parenting section. Oh, you're looking you're looking hale and healthy. If any, I wouldn't worry about that. I worry about the soup, man. <laughs> Don't worry about the getting shot in the eye. You're you're lucky that you could still see. Hey, hey, so you're perfectly I, took the, I took the soup. I took the soup. Me and Riley now. She's dropped the O. And and, I, and I've yeah, gained. but it's African soup. What the, what, what happens to you? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I I get the sense that we're, we're we're wandering into potentially, I don't know, weird territory there. But uh, anyway, just saying it as it is. That it was sold to me. I can't. I, it was on the packaging. It was it was sold as that, and that's all I got. Yeah. That's the only information. And and you know what? I embraced it. So, if anything, you're all the racists out here. I'm the only one that's clean. <laughs> well done, Annie. I salute you, man. Hey, that's a, probably hey. a good place to call it. <laughs> we'll call it that. Uh, we'll be back next week, everyone, for another episode of Get Poked. It was a pleasure hanging out with you, Edward. Likewise, man. Okay. Take it easy, and we'll see you in 2024. Year of the Nancy, boys.